0: Hello.
1: Welcome to the show.
0: Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between.
1: This is our 4th of July
0: weekend episode. It sure is. Uh, Everybody out there listening, my name is Pete. And I'm Scott. And And these are the the movies that that made us gay. Yay! Woo! We have a little bit of an intro uh, that we want to get out, give everybody some info on this episode before we get started. Uh, This is our original Lost episode. So we recorded this episode,
1: I think it was June. Who knows knows what? I think it was June of 2019. And I remember in our early episodes, I would preview, we're going to be doing a live
0: from Palm Springs episode. So stay tuned. Yes, indeed. And we did. We went to Palm Springs. We got ourselves a little room at a resort and we took all our equipment out there with us. It was our early days of recording the show. And uh, I thought that I had it all under control recording on GarageBand. I mean, this was like the
1: early days of this podcast where we, silly of us, that we assumed that you could record a whole podcast just off of GarageBand.
0: Yeah, especially on an iPad. And
1: pro Um. tip. It's not a very good idea. Yeah, no. It's maybe a good idea to learn, but then you just grow out of
0: it. Yeah, you grow out of it pretty quickly. Um, So uh, we were recording. uh, We had to record in pieces, which we found out on the fly. Because GarageBand
1: won't take a full probably 90 minutes to two hours. Not on iOS. One recording.
0: Yeah, and uh, one of the pieces, the third piece, I believe, um, just disappeared. That mysterious Apple Cloud. It just disappeared from the cloud for months at a time, months on end, and um, we thought that we lost it. We thought that we lost about 40 minutes of this episode, so we figured Mm -hmm. we'd scrap it and just start fresh.
1: We just scrapped it, and I'm just like, oh, well, I'm just going to the fucking pool.
0: (laughs) And lo and behold, months and months and months later, the second lost mystery bit just showed up in the cloud. Mm -hmm. There it was. So, we're able to stitch together the first two pieces, and now here we are back to record the last piece, finish up the episode, Frankenstein it together, and send it out to you for your listening pleasure. I yeah, like that. I'm
1: excited. I love this movie.
0: I'm excited for this movie as well. We
1: just revisited it because, I mean, we hadn't watched it this summer, yes, and this indeed. is like quintessential summer viewing.
0: Yes, indeed. So, uh, everybody sit back, relax. You're about to jump into the Wayback Machine. You're going to listen to us talking from pre-COVID days. Oh, such
1: simpler times.
0: Pre-quarantine, pre-social distancing at a lovely resort, jumping into pools and what have you. But uh, yeah, get ready. We're about to begin. Are you ready for this, Scott? I'm ready. Well, I am too. Uh, Like I said, everybody jump in the Wayback Machine because here we go. This is the real T, the real OG back to the beach
2: hey, I don't get it dude, all the time you've been here, you haven't been in the ocean once
1: no, I, I don't go in the ocean anymore
0: yeah, but you are the hottest surfer on the beach I mean, you are the big
2: caboose, kahuna Which is extra cool, because you look like an Italian
1: loan shark. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Nobody just decides not to surf again. It's like deciding not to breathe anymore.
2: You better tell them the surf story.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with a very special episode. My name is Pete.
1: And I'm Scott. And these are the movies that made us gay.
0: Weeeeee. Yes, indeed, everybody, you're here. You heard it right. These are the movies that made us gay. This is the podcast where each week we get together and we watch a movie that contributed to our little gay lives. These are the movies that we watched over and over again as kids, and they really contributed to our gayness. We got a doozy today. We are recording on location. We've got a lot of fun stuff going on. Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's happening today?
1: Yeah, we're reporting uh we're recording live from the Triangle Inn in Palm Springs.
0: Woohoo, live from Palm Springs, everybody. A
1: very a very cool, laid back, I should mention, clothing optional resort in Palm Springs.
0: <laughs> yes. Because
1: I mean, us gays just know how to do it. You can just <laughs> hang out <laughs> naked all day by the pool.
0: This is true. This is true. Uh, there's no children splashing.
1: So we watched Back to the Beach from 1987,
0: mm-hmm. a movie
1: that I did not grow up on at all. I, I think did. that you you introduced me to this movie. Yes, I did. Yeah, which is funny because this is a movie that um, would probably have been on the Disney Channel when I was a kid, so I'm kind of surprised that I missed it. I was yeah. familiar with Frankie and Annette yeah. when I was a kid. Just because I was really in the Disney, and I always knew Frankie from Greece.
0: Yes, he was Mm -hmm. the Teen Angel. Mm -hmm. Was he the Teen Angel? No, it wasn't. Yeah, Yeah. Beauty School Dropout.
1: Beauty School Dropout. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, anything that we should go into for Palm Springs really quick. Should we talk about gay Palm Springs briefly? <laughs>
0: sure. I mean, well, the thing is, Palm Springs is a little desert community about an hour outside of, or about two hours outside of LA. And uh, I mean, historically, it was a getaway for celebrities. Yeah, for like Sinatra and Lucy. Yeah, movie stars and singers in the, in the 40s and the 50s. They easily
1: make their way out of Los Angeles and only be a two-hour drive. So if they needed to be back on set or anything, yeah. it wasn't that big of an issue to come back. It's not like, they're going to Vegas. Yeah.
0: And it is in the middle of the desert. And so there was lots of sun, lots of sand. But they're, they're, every house and every hotel has pools. And so it's just a nice little resort to get away. And when the celebrities did come out here um, in the 40s and the 50s and this built this little oasis, uh, all the architecture is is uh, mid-century modern. There's just really cool, clean lines everywhere. Modern houses, mid-century modern houses everywhere you look. Um, All the hotels, a lot of hotels are that way. Lots of little boutique hotels. And yeah, it's just kind of turned into a little gay neighborhood. A lot of older... Just kind of
1: like the gay community just kind of adopted it. Yeah. I would... Yeah, I wonder when that happened. Kind of when you really saw the homosexuals start to move out to <laughs> The probably homosexual the agenda
0: made its way out here at some point, um, probably earlier than that. But yeah, now it's just a nice little getaway for us. We can t- take a quick weekend trip, go to some fun bars, hang out by the pool, and uh, and get away. And so since uh, this is a beach movie that we did today, and um, so it's not quite desert, but it still has... The beach movies from the, the 60s had a very... Palm Springs vibe. Yes. You know, it's, they're just v- very campy and um, a very specific 60s kind of a feel. This Everything's whole city, super heightened. Yeah. And this whole city is a very 60s kind of a feel. Um, there's a really fun movie called Palm Springs Weekend. Uh, yeah, that we saw recently, where a bunch of college kids come out here for spring break, and
1: really cool shots of what Palm Springs would have looked like in the sixties. Yeah, right? and,
0: indeed, indeed. And so it feels like this; it has the same vibe as a, as an old Frankie Internet beach movie. And so Although
1: like. the ending of Palm Springs Weekend kind of gets all serious; it gets very <laughs> rubble without a cause. At the yeah, end.
0: it does, which is weird. But it oh, well. starts
1: out really strong.
0: Yes, yes. But um, yeah, back to the beach. It's uh,
1: yeah. So back to the beach, uh, 1980, 1987, directed by Lytle Hobbs and a female Australian director. Thought that was interesting. She didn't really go on to do anything else. Sure. And yeah, so back to the beach is kind of a blender of all of these beach movies. Sure. So it's okay, done in the eighties, yes.
0: So in the sixties, there were these beach movies, uh, Muscle Beach. Party. Muscle Beach Party. Yeah. Beach, beach Blanket Bingo. Beach blanket bingo. I think there's one that's just called Muscle Beach. And for the most part, they were starring Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello. Frankie Avalon was uh, a teen singer uh, of the time. He had a song called Venus. Um, and he was kind of a, a an idol, a teen idol for girls. And Annette Funicello w- was a Disney kid. A Disney. She was a Mouseketeer. Extremely popular. She
1: was discovered by Walt Disney uh on stage for Swan Lake, mm-hmm. just found that out. And so she, interesting, yeah.
0: and she became one of the most popular Mouseketeers in yeah. the fifties. And as she aged into her teen years, she branched out into into some acting roles. And 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 they made the beach movies, and they were they're corny. I mean, they're really dumb mm-hmm. <laughs> when you watch them, but they're fun, you know. And so what what had happened was, uh, you know, in the eighties, Frankie wanted to do. Kind of a comeback, kind of a reunion yeah. with Annette. And he, he really made this movie happen. He got he got some writers. He got a script. He shopped it around. Eventually, it ended up at Paramount. And this movie got made. And it's, it's a dumb movie. It's, it's got corny jokes. But it's fun. It's so much fun. And
1: it's interesting because there was also kind of a big nostalgia craze in the 80s for, oh, yeah, the, 50s. for the 50s. I yes. mean, Grease had just come out. Yeah. Um, I mean, we just did Xanadu too. And, yeah, Back so, to the Future. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just the
0: fifties was just a big kind of uh, happy days, all of that going on. So,
1: and they just did a tour, Frankie and Annette. Yes. They did like a reunion tour that yes. I think was pretty. Successful. I think
0: that was on the back of this movie as well, because yeah. this movie kind of made some made a little bit of money and had and sparked interest. And Frankie and Annette turned up in a lot of places uh, around this time. They were they made a cameo in True Beverly Hills. Uh, at the Beverly Hills Hotel, that scene where they were glamping at the Beverly Hills Hotel, they're just on a little jog as Velda Plender walks up to the hotel and you see Frankie and Annette. Um, they did an episode of Pee-wee's Playhouse. They did the Pee-wee Christmas special. They're
1: making They're making cards. They're making cards. Really mean to them.
0: Yeah. Pee-wee's kind of like a slave driver and he's making them make 500 homemade Christmas cards. And By just, sundown. And doesn't let them dance in the snow. Yeah. Um, because they haven't finished their cards, it's really cute.
1: Is it? I think that it's when uh, my favorite part of the Christmas special is the look <laughs> Pee Wee gives Annette when she shows him how they're making the cards, <laughs> and he's just like, "What? What?" But just how Paul Rubens looks at Annette Funicello—it's really I think funny, is fucking hilarious. Yeah, we might
0: well we might record that and put a clip of it uh, on Facebook or something. It's really cute, and um, so this movie—it's okay. This it's, movie it's, is a camp masterpiece.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say when we were watching it, but I decided to save it. The Met Gala just did the camp theme. Yes, and I was having conversations with straight coworkers that yes. were just like, "What, is, what camp? is camp? What is camp?" Yeah, I really it's this movie. I really just want to pop a VHS of Back to the Beach in, and just be like, "This camp
0: is a net Funicello on a surfboard in a pink. Wetsuit with white polka dots with a skirt. Little skirt, yeah. The wetsuit has a skirt and the full body.
1: And the and the water and the ocean doesn't affect the hair. She enough.
0: has, yeah, her hair is completely dry. Camp is every outfit that Annette Funicello is wearing in this movie. It's amazing, super heightened. Frankie Avalon in sharkskin suits. Connie Stevens, just with like amazing eighties hair. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this movie has so much. Going on. And the thing that I love about this movie is that it's like, it almost has a very cool, like, punk vibe. Yes. It is, it's definitely made by people in LA that know what the hell they're talking about. We have cameos from the ska punk band Fishbone. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got Dick Dale and the Deltones playing surf music. Stevie Ray Vaughan is in it doing an amazing guitar solo. There's a
1: little cameo from Rodney.
0: There's Rodney Bingenheimer. Okay. Rodney. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, he's here. Hi, Rodney. How's it going? Ooh, oh, is um, that, um, that Rodney? Oh, yeah. okay. I love, Welcome to the show, Rodney. I love Annette Funicello. And you okay. always
1: said that he would always play Annette on the radio. He
0: loved Annette. Rodney loves Annette. He's loved. He's alive. Rodney loves Annette Funicello and would play her on Rodney on the Rock all the time. He would play Tall Paul. He would play the hits. And yeah, they gave him a little cameo. He's a DJ at the beach party when they're having the big bonfire at the beach. Rodney's there. Um, You know, Pee Wee's in this movie. Pee Wee Herman is brought into this movie like Lady Gaga, like... uh, like what's his name from Pose? Uh, like Billy Porter yeah. from Pose. He's brought in by a bunch of muscle dudes sitting on a surfboard, and the surfboard, the surfboard has a little has, has bike has handlebars, bike helmet ha- handle on it, has oh, bike handlebars. And
1: this movie ends with Pee Wee getting like skyrocketed above the Pacific Ocean, and that's on the surfboard, on the surfboard. And that is not the craziest thing about the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's some nutso stuff going on. I mean, the, there's a cameo from O.J. Simpson. Yeah. In this movie, there is—I mean, yeah—just the oh, uh, the whole idea is that Frankie and Annette are playing pretty much the characters that they played from the Beach movies, but Annette is playing the super heightened. Just she's playing Benda La Creme. Oh, absolutely! She's, <laughs> she's terminally, terminally de- delightful. Yeah. She is just well, um, has this crazy smile on her face. She, her house is a mid-century modern, perfect house with a closet full of skippy peanut butter
1: their uh their their punk son describes her in his narration at the beginning oh my as God. the pin-up queen for kids under 12 yes i love that
0: yeah that's amazing the son bobby by the way is a star yeah breakout star yeah. of this movie what a fucking performance can't be this one was. funnier love and it
1: you can tell that it probably came as they were making it yeah that they're like wow this little kid's really good. Yeah. We should just have him narrate the movie. Yeah. And they probably just put that in and post.
0: Yeah. You can tell that they did uh, a couple of uh, editing tricks with this movie. There are scenes that there is narration over. And probably because this movie had no less than 17 writers yeah. credited. Um, so the stories, you know, when movies have that many writers, it's got to be good. Um, no, but sometimes the story can get a little lost. And so I think they kind of had to... Um, paste some things together uh, there was something in the wikipedia about this the description of this movie saying that the plot is merely a device to show the set pieces oh yeah totally. <laughs> i mean it's a it's frankie in a net vehicle <laughs> yeah.
1: and you can tell that the makers of this movie just have a total affection oh, for those my two God. actors yeah Be- and
0: they're good yeah frankie's good and Annette is so funny. Like Annette's, they're Annette's good in song. this.
1: A next big song. I mean, that's definitely some star power. But <laughs> she is just leading this musical number.
0: Oh, Jamaica Scott.
1: Jamaica Scott with everyone following her.
0: Yeah, on the beach, a beach full of people, and a little tiny Annette Funicello, and another polka dot. Yes. Bathing suit. All her bathing suit has she does skirts. A,
1: she does a quick change. She's wearing something different, and then she changes into a new outfit for the number. See, but I
0: don't know if that's just the weird editing of this movie. Because sometimes people show up. I think they just stitch stuff together, and you're like, is it the same day? Because people are dressed differently now. <laughs> well,
1: although it does strike me as something that one of those beach party movies would do, that it cuts to her wearing a completely different outfit on nah,
0: the beach. Yeah, that's true. So, that's true. It works. Yeah.
1: So the main story is... Frankie and Annette have retired to the Midwest to raise a family. Yes, he is a he's, he's a car salesman. A, a car salesman. He, I think yeah. we're
0: to believe that he owns this Ford dealership. Yes, and it's a huge Ford dealership. Um, and so
1: he's using like his past beach image to sell cars. Yes, essentially. correct.
0: And Annette is like a perky housewife with the perfect home mm-hmm. and the perfect hair.
1: And I want to. And there was an accident that. Kind of put Frankie out of commission for yes. surfing too. Yes, he doesn't
0: surf anymore. He doesn't go in the water, and that's why they moved to the Midwest he to keep, get away from the he ocean. Keeps
1: telling everyone, "Have you heard the story of my accident? The surf story, and I'll just talk your ear off about it."
0: Yes, that's you heard from the from the clip at the, in the opening. Um, there's uh, there's a surf story that he always tells, and they've got a daughter in college who lives in L. A. And a teenage son at home, Bobby, I think, is like 14. And Bobby is rebelling against his perfect parents by being punk. And I have to say, Bobby's wardrobe is amazing. It is authentic. It's a 1977 authentic punk look. I
1: guess guess Johnny Fuckface didn't know the difference.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is a really good... He's wearing the plaid pants the plaid pants with, with like with like zippers, zippers. yeah he's wearing creepers he's wearing like the right clothes he's got the switchblade comb which he, he a, pulls on frankie all the time he has a little leather man hat he's got a he's got a leather man tom of finland hat i love it it's perfect
1: and he just think his thinks his parents are a drag oh my god they used to be cool but they're definitely not anymore yes so
0: and he's really funny he's just very snappy and i feel like to me growing up watching performances like his and watching like darlene connor it's definitely where like i modeled my like sassy you know quick comeback attitude is from movies like this and this character and and just how like i don't think bobby's gay maybe he is but you know the I'll tell you the reason why this movie made me gay is because it's set on the beach and there are lots of beach bods. There's a
1: lot of little, uh, little bikini briefs, swim briefs oh my on muscle men. Yeah,
0: we'll get to. Tro- we'll post pictures of Troy. Uh, oh, I'm obsessed with Troy. Later. I love I, Troy. I
1: want to see a whole Troy spinoff. Yeah, I am obsessed <laughs> yeah. with that character. Yeah, and Troy was really good too. In that actor little, was great. His little gold speedo. Yeah. and his beach setup. Yeah, his
0: beach setup with the with the. Uh, a generator. So Love it.
1: So they decide to, well, they're going to go to Hawaii. Yes. But then they're going to do a layover to see to the see Lori Laughlin character. Yeah, it's Lori Loughlin, everyone's by the way. <laughs> favorite, everyone's favorite. Full house felon. Yeah. Possibly going to prison. Yeah, we'll in, see. In the next few months. We'll see how that yeah. goes. <laughs>
0: by the time this airs, you may be listening to this and she's already in the clink. Who knows? Um, but yeah, the, the idea is that they're taking a vacation. They're stressed out. They're going to Hawaii, and Annette made plans to have a ten-hour layover in L.A. so that they could visit Sandy. Mm-hmm. And um, Bobby's telling us all this as the narrator from the plane, and it's one of those movie planes yeah. that has a spiral staircase. A Spiral staircase, yeah. Like snakes on a plane. Status. I
1: like that he asked the. I like that he asked the the airline stewardess for a beer. For
0: no, he asked her for a Corvo Gold.
1: Oh. <laughs> even better <laughs> how
0: about a cuervo gold uh yeah it's amazing and um yeah so we have our layover in la they go to visit sandy and like
1: so sandy's apartment oh my god uh i'm kind of obsessed with okay she, so sandy she, lives on a pier she lives on a pier in this like little studio apartment on a pier it's cute as do you hell. think that was ever a thing that you could just live out on a pier in California. It seems
0: like there's only two apartments. There's Sandy's apartment where she shares with her uh fiance Michael, and then across the way is oh my god, Zed. Yeah. Zed, the ruler of the beach dirt bags. Do
1: all of the punks live together? Okay, so yeah, so there's like these punks that also rule the beach.
0: Okay, much like the beach movies of the 60s. Which there were, like, the bikers run by Eric Von Zipper. Mm -hmm. There is the, there's, like, the dirtbag punks who own, like, a separate side of the beach. And they're they're headed by Zed, who's, like, super hot. Oh, my God. And they're dressed like Mad Max. Yeah. Beyond the Thunderdome.
1: You could tell a lot of work went into those costumes. Yes.
0: Zed is wearing a wetsuit that half of, it, like, from the, that zips down the, the middle. In the front, there's a zipper in the front, right down the middle, and one side is completely studded mm-hmm. with like studs, like a motorcycle jacket, and the other side is completely covered in safety pins.
1: He's also wearing like a Ziggy Stardust number. I think it's at the party,
0: at the pajama party, at the pajama yes. party.
1: He's wearing like a Ziggy Stardust, yeah, giant
0: coat. His uh, his coats have it has like feathers or something. It's like it's fucking nuts okay remember that scene in weird science at the very end where lisa generates the these like crazy punks to to like break into the house Mm -hmm. they look like that oh totally love it um so yeah so there's like the punks that live on the beach and then so zed has an apartment on the pier next to sandy's because there's a sign that says zed's bait and tattoo shop yeah zed so zed is a business owner
1: He's a he's a small business owner. And maybe
0: he actually owns Sandy's apartment, too. Maybe he's Possibly, her landlord. Maybe he's just renting it out to her. You know? Yeah. But we see a scene later on where there's a pajama party at Sandy's apartment. And Zed and all the, like, shithead punks come out of his apartment. And it's like, how many... Are, like, are they all just living in one room? There's, like, 15, like, punk dudes, like, like just sitting in there, like... Huffing paint. Huffing paint and, like, watching porn. <laughs> and, like... Then they decide to like crash Sandy's pajama party, okay, so we go to visit sandy, uh, but the thing is she's living with Michael, and she hasn't told her parents no. because Frankie is like against it,
1: yeah, just immediately bangs down the door, yeah, uses Bobby to like as a battering ram as a battering ram to get inside, yeah, love it, and he just can't handle his daughter, yeah. Like, living with a man.
0: So she hides all of Michael's stuff, throws his clothes out the window, and again, she lives on a pier, throws, so out, throws the Michael out the window means in the ocean, and throws Michael out the window and he has to jump into the ocean. Um, actually, for just for a little bit of reference, I believe this pier is the same pier from uh, Sharknado, the very first Sharknado, classic, Sharknado classic, uh, and it gets destroyed at the very beginning, where the girl, like is a waitress or owns this restaurant or something. I think it's that same pier. And um we've trying to we're trying to figure out where it is. Maybe maybe I Malibu. I've, I
1: think I've been there in Malibu before. Um yeah. I think it's the pier from our last episode that Sunny falls off of. In Xanadu. In Xanadu. Yeah. We think it's that same exact
0: pier probably in Malibu. So she's hiding the boyfriend, the fiance. They um take Sandy to her job. She's a waitress at Daddy-O's, which is like a surf-themed there's a, restaurant.
1: There's a giant pineapple entrance.
0: You also Straight recognize... Spongebob Squarepants yeah, style. You also recognize this is the same restaurant that Wayne and Garth met with uh, Rob Lowe to sign the contract wow. for Wayne's World. Same interior, even. Um, and Both Paramount movies. They probably just used the same set. Yeah, I'm sure. And so this is where, you know, Frankie's just been pissed off the whole time. He just wants to leave. He's like, let's just drop off s- Sandy so we can get the hell out of here. I'm, I hate the beach. I don't like, you know, being out here anymore. Let's just go to Hawaii. Which, why does he want to go to Hawaii if he doesn't like yeah. the ocean anymore? But that's another here and there. And this is where he meets uh, Connie sex, Stevens.
1: Sex bomb Connie Stevens. Yeah. With this beautiful, long, feathery hair. And is
0: her name just Connie in the movie? I forget. We'll find out. Oh, but that also reminds me. Yeah. The her, other thing about this movie. Her name is just Connie. Her name is just Connie. So the other thing about this movie is that Frankie and Annette are named, well, in the beach movies, Annette's name was Dee Dee and Frankie was Frankie. But those beach movies were another studio and they can't call them oh, interesting. Dee Dee and Frankie. So Annette in this movie is Annette. I think
1: it works better that she's playing Annette because it's very, um. Yeah. Well, it's very like meta. Yeah, exactly. She's sort of playing a version of herself because they do reference Annette being a mouseketeer. Yes, and yeah, and being a former child star, and her
0: reputation for having big boobs. They're always commenting on Annette's boobs. No one's no one's got bigger jugs than Annette. Yeah, Uh, and Frankie is only referred to as the big Kahuna. which is a character from Gidget, strangely enough.
1: Was that one of Gidget's boyfriends? Uh,
0: I don't remember because I know Moondoggy is. Moondoggy is one of her boyfriends, but then I feel S- like... Speaking of Gidget, yeah.
1: I love that Lori Laughlin has a LaRue friend.
0: Yeah. The, her That's her,
1: just the LaRue character. Yeah, her friend
0: Robin is is pretty much LaRue. She, she goes to like, the
1: beach in like... A, covered. Covered. Yeah. The giant hat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Love it. Um, so we meet Connie Francis who's Connie Connie, Connie Francis Connie Stevens sorry everybody and
1: she goes by Connie yeah she's
0: movie. an old flame of Frankie she they always reference that she was the bad girl back in the day mm-hmm. and she she loved the Bikahuna. she has a shrine to him in the restaurant yeah. it's her place it's her bar she's got a shrine to him at the bar and as soon as he sees her now Frankie's happy and now he's like Let's have fun, let's sing a song, we're here, let's because, hang out. Because
1: he likes that he's remembered yeah. fondly. Yeah. And so he's sort of reliving his uh past glory days. Yeah. When's like when he's there.
0: Yeah. And um Connie gets him to sing a song with Dick Dale, and it's kind of amazing, um, the song that they sing. And uh they end up missing their flight.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And now Annette's pissed off because she's like i wanted you to have fun this whole time and you couldn't have any fun with me and now you're having a ball with with this broad yeah and they get into a little fight and they kind of that, split up Annette
1: puts her foot down
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah like they kind of break up
0: yeah well let's let's, let's uh listen let's to listen it. to it
1: we
2: missed the plane really oh how time flies when you're having I've been trying to get you to have fun, but you didn't seem able to have any with me, did you? Come on, Annette, lighten up. Lighten up? Lighten up. If this marriage gets any lighter, it'll float. You sure didn't feel like singing with me, did you? Or spending any time with your daughter.
1: Oh, come on, Annette, don't be ridiculous. Damn it! I knew we should not have come back to this beach. Look, we are going back to Ohio right now.
2: Oh. Are we? Well, I'm spending time with my daughter and my son, and maybe, just maybe, I'll have a little fun myself.
1: Yeah. Annette, I am going home.
2: Are you coming now? No.
1: Yeah. Right. Then don't come later.
2: How about Never? Oh,
0: wow. I love the audience. You go, girl. I love the audience in the background. All right. Them. Yeah. Oh, and we
1: should also mention that um there's
0: great crowd work in this movie. Gilligan
1: <laughs> from Gilligan's Island yeah. is the. A bartender, Bob
0: Denver, in full Gilligan drag,
1: and also just playing Gilligan. Yeah,
0: he's fully in full Gilligan drag. He's wearing the red shirt. He's wearing the little Gilligan hat, and he's the bartender. And he keeps and he keeps trying to tell everybody his story of 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 being shipwrecked, and nobody wants to hear it. Yeah, cameos everywhere, and they're the highest camp cameos. You know, it's like straight up like the Scooby Doo movie, just like the way people are dressed in their costumes. You know, we want these people in their costumes. We want to see them. You know. As we remember them. Um,
1: but what's also super clever about this movie is that it takes the 60s beach movie, but it makes it 80s. Yeah, totally. They made it, they made it contemporary yes, for the time. for the time. Which is really cool. Yeah.
0: It has all the elements of those beach movies. You know, it has but the updated, girl... Yeah, but A little but bit updated. of a spin. Yeah. It has the girl that... Uh, makes Annette jealous. It has, you know, the beach punks Mm -hmm. that are fighting for fighting for a spot on the beach. You know, it has Frankie on a surfboard, you know, it has all these things that we want. And 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 it's eighties. It's oh my God. The amount of like body glove neoprene Mm -hmm. day glow bathing suits in this movie.
1: A lot of really a lot of
0: wetsuits. A lot of wetsuits. Girls wearing neoprene wetsuit material, but like a bikini top and like tiered skirts.
1: Lori Loughlin oh has a beaded bikini yeah. when they go to the beach. Her bikini top is I don't completely. think I've ever seen a beaded bikini before. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy.
0: And you only really see this stuff on HGT- HD TVs. You know, I never notice a lot of these weird little details of the clothing. Yeah, just
1: freeze-framing... A shot on the beach. Oh, my God. There's so much going on in one frame they, of that movie.
0: They dressed this beach like a fucking Chuck E. Cheese.
1: There's fully, like, almost like a red carpet going all the way down. Yeah.
0: There's a weird little, like, path, like a sidewalk in the middle of the sand. There is, um, theres is two above-ground pools. Yeah. One of them is, like, a wave, like a surf machine, like a mechanical bowl surfboard kind of a thing. There are like surfboard rentals. There's a gag at the beginning where one some guy will just babysit your kid, hand him your baby, yeah, and then he catch he wants to to surf, so then he hands the baby off to the crazy punk. Like I love that one of the punks is like a crazy like ogre, like he's just yeah. like this giant guy and he doesn't have any dialogue. He's just kind of like the, giving this Buster Keaton performance. Yeah. <laughs> as like a punk
1: so the big kind of cute setup of this breakup and it's very it's very something that one of these movies would have done is that both Frankie and Annette are trying to make the other jealous yes and they have their person Frankie has Connie Stevens mm-hmm. Annette finds Troy oh my god on the beach oh my god Troy is like a a middle-aged swinger yeah he has a whole setup he has like a bar on the beach. On the beach. Troy's has, got his
0: spot. He has
1: a a, a backup generator he's powering got a, all of he's this. He's got a
0: gas powered generator he powering. He's wearing
1: a tiger print bikini brief. Yeah. That are very low cut.
0: You see so much of Troy's body, and he's got a banging body. Yeah. You could tell he's he's an older gentleman. He's at least in his forties, you know, mm-hmm. maybe later forties, and he's ripped, fucking shredded. And you see so much of his body in this movie it's amazing so
1: the consensus is that both of them are using this person yeah or these people to make the other jealous and they have to a lot of to make them like come back to the relationship they have
0: a lot of dialogue like when i do this you're supposed to do this and i know if i do this then he's gonna say that you know they they know each other so well and they know how to push each other's buttons and to get th- each other to do what they want th- them to do and so there's a lot of Annette saying, well, if I know your father and, and Frankie mm-hmm. saying, well, but when I did this, that means, you know, whatever. Um, it's interesting that that little bit because I guess it's just supposed to show how how long they've been together and how how they know each other better than they know themselves. Um,
1: we talked about the pajama party scene. right? We I mean, we
0: haven't really fully We gotten briefly. There yet.
1: There's a there's a cute little scene where she goes back to Lori Laughlin's apartment. Yeah. And she's just like, we just need to get our minds off things. Yeah, Pajama party. Cut to a full conga line smash, of all of these girls smash guys. in lingerie. Did you notice, like, um, Lori was wearing, like... Oh, my
0: God. She was, like, Little Bo Peep. Little Bo Peep pants. Like, bloomers. Bloomers. Yeah, with, like... She's wearing, like, the Little Bo Peep, like, the under... Whatever those are. Yeah. Pantaloons. <laughs> but that's pretty clever. That with the bikini top. It's
1: also very... RuPaul and drag. Race oh my that god! Just cut to a, a it's pajama party.
0: Twenty five girls in teddies. Some yeah. of them were wearing like bonnets, like hair bonnets. Uh, full like avocado face masks. There's silly string everywhere. A girls' night. Popcorn flying. Silly string through the air. Annette dressed like a fembot. She,
1: oh yeah, this this is. Oh no, she wears the fembot outfit at the beginning.
0: Oh okay, yeah. yeah that's when oh, she's wearing the fembot. That's outfit. when that's when Frankie says we're going to go on vacation. Annette's wearing the fembot teddy, and Frankie's in a shorty robe. Yeah. Oh my god, a shorty robe, a white shorty robe and slippers, and Annette's in a, a fembot teddy. Oh my god, I love it. Um,
1: and the punks join him in the in the pajama party. Today.
0: Yeah, so they're having a pajama party, and Zed and hears like, the music. Like, and they do a, a conga line and come out, and Zed starts dancing with Annette and. And Sandy is like, get off my mom. But Annette's like, okay, like, come yeah, on, Zed, Annette's let's fucking dance. And this I'm telling you guys, Zed is so hot.
1: This is when Zed is wearing the, the spike yeah. black.
0: They're like Ziggy spikes or number. feathers or something. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sandy's apartment is, is really cool. I noticed she's got a poodle lamp She's got a lamp that's like shaped like a poodle. It's like so. I wonder like,
1: what she pays for rent.
0: Oh God! Yeah, who knows?
1: Knowing this movie, it's probably like a hundred dollars a month. Yeah, something dirt cheap.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh yeah, I, I wrote down that Zed looks like he's dating Pizzazz from from Gem and the Holograms. Oh yeah, he looks like he's the boyfriend of one of the of one of the misfits from the, from Gem and the Holograms. That's how that's how Zed's dressed, if that makes any sense to you. Yeah, Um, Sandy's Place is... I was going to say Sandy's Place is decorated like Pee-wee's Playhouse, but, but Daddy-O's, the bar that Connie owns... That's Pee-wee's Playhouse. That place is decorated like Pee-wee's Playhouse. It's, um, it, there's just... You don't even know where to look in this movie. There's just so much going on. So we
1: should probably talk about Annette's big number on the beach the next day.
0: Yeah, well, I did want to play this one clip, because Sandy's kind of being a bitch to Annette after Annette pretty much, like broke up with her husband and sandy's just like uh being being annoying being an annoying like entitled kid and annette's just like you know what we're just gonna deal with this but this is a nice little moment with bobby and annette we haven't had any bobby dialogue yet so here's this hey
2: ma am i now officially a troubled child from a broken home (laughs) no your father will be back he was pretty steamed trust me on this one your father and I have been together a long time. I know what he's going to do before he does. And he'll be back. I know that in my heart. You know, you're awful sweet, Mom. And then I'll make him suffer.
0: See, she, kn- she knows he's going to come back. She's yeah. not even worried. But she's also like, if I know your father, you know what I mean? She she has it all planned out.
1: She knows that they're not broken up for good. Yeah, She'll get sure. him back.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, okay, the next day we go to the beach. And And the
1: beach is like fucking popping off. It's
0: lit. It's Malibu. It's clearly Malibu. And it's just like there are so many extras in these beach scenes. There's so much going on. We've got the punks on one side. We've got all the beach kids, the surfers. And that gives us a little dancing lesson. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And, I mean, you have to think this is pretty progressive because I'm not sure that any of these beach movies would have ever had like a ska number fishbone yeah Fishbone.
0: it's so cool fishbone okay if you're not familiar with fishbone they were like a ska punk band um from like the late 70s early 80s uh one of the main guys in fishbone uh is this uh black gentleman with a amazing mohawk And he plays the saxophone. He's really tall, very skinny. And he wears, like, really tall Doc Martens and plays the sax and dances like a crazy person. And as a child, I was just like, what is this? This is so nuts. Like, there's, like, horns and there's a sax and trumpets and trombones. But it's also, like, a punk band. I had no idea what was going on as a little boy. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is like a genre of music. Were you
1: familiar with them before Back to the Beach?
0: No. But, I mean, I saw Back to the Beach 87. I was yeah. a little kid, you know? So this was my introduction to, to them as a band. I thought they were just like a fun little beach, you know, number. But turns out they were like a really prolific, you know, uh, influential band mm-hmm. in the 80s. And, uh, and they sing the Jamaica Ska with, with Annette. And it's really cool. Did you want to hear a little bit yeah, of that? Yeah, play a little uh-huh. bit of it. How about this?
2: Do you girls know how to Jamaica sky? Jamaica what? Jamaica yeah, what? Yeah, sure that. It's a required course at our college. <laughs> That's Robin, the That's the LaRue. Well, do you That's know LaRue. how to Jamaica sky? Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh.
0: And, uh,
1: and she's, like, leading people. I mean, everyone's getting into it. Yeah. And she, she's just, like, fully parading this down the beach.
0: Yeah. She does... She, here it is. Oh, Annette. I love that voice. She she kind of teaches everybody how to do this little, like, line dance. Oh, God, it's so fun.
2: Yeah.
1: And also... Kind of thinking about Annette's real life story of yeah. having MS. Yeah, you know that she was probably like in a lot of pain doing this. Yeah, but you can't tell it all.
0: Well, she, this is where she really discovered that sh- she was sick. Yeah, because she was having a lot of pain walking on sand mm-hmm. on the beach is what we found out.
1: But you really can't tell. No, she it no,
0: all. she's on like the little ramp leading up to the leading up to the uh, lifeguard station. She does a little dance down that. They're walking down the beach. They're running down the beach. She's dancing, doing the Jamaica ska, and yeah, she looks great. Um, interesting thing that I also found out about this movie. How old would you say Frankie and Annette are in this movie? I mean,
1: they. I mean, they're probably in their fifties.
0: So I did a little bit of research. Frankie Avalon in this movie in nineteen eighty-seven, forty-eight.
1: He has really good skin. Annette. Forty-five, and that has a slamming body too. <laughs> like when you see her in her little yeah. polka dot red number yeah. she, that she has on in the scene, yeah. it's like she has a she's a killer body,
0: petite little woman. Yeah, she looks amazing, and uh, yeah, this is this is just the crazy camp value of this movie. It's teaching everybody how to do the Jamaica Sky on the beach with with fishbone,
1: fishbone and a net <laughs> and, and a cello
0: and and like. A hundred extras behind her, dancing down the beach. It's like it's a sight to and behold. And it's
1: kind of fun that they can that they contrast Scott with Annette Funicello. Yes, that's super canon. Yes, it fits two, perfectly. Two though. polar opposite yeah. things brought together.
0: I mean, but uh, Annette music has a very surf vibe to mm-hmm. it. You know. And, like, there's a lot going on with, like, surf, guitar, and ska. We've
1: been going through a big Annette Funicello phase oh in our, in our household. Yeah. We've been listening to her albums a lot. Go listen
0: to Tall Paul and go listen to Tine- Pineapple Princess. I like Pineapple Princess. Yeah. That,
1: not to be shady about Annette, but she kind of does have this flat singing voice sure. when you listen to those songs. Yeah. And they, like triple layer that
0: voice yeah uh, yeah or possibly quadruple who knows how many times they they layer her voice but it sounds cool though mm-hmm. it's a it's a signature annette sound and that's 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 what her singing voice is but you know whatever it works for me and yeah there's a reason that like that rodney bingenheimer from k-rock rodney on the rock would just play her and, and just loved her like it's there's just something cool about Everything going on here and it's just it's campy and it's like if you know what it is, if you get this punk LA It
1: fully and this movie fully vibe. knows what it is. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's not trying to be anything pretentious. Yeah. You know, with it's, like
0: with with Pee Wee and like in in and Dick Dale and Rodney and all the... Like, the only people missing from this movie are Elvira and RuPaul.
1: I would love to have seen Elvira on the beach in, like, a black bikini. In a black
0: bikini. Or just, like, driving by in her, like, macabre mobile. Just like, hey, yeah. guys.
1: It, it. Yeah, I'm not sure how Angeline managed to miss yes, out on this yes. one. yes. Yeah. Maybe they tried to get her and they just... Like she was unavailable.
0: Yeah. But that's another thing. Angeline needs to be in this movie. it's very like She was, Earth, already, Girls are she was easy, to Earth Girls are Easy. You know, but it's that same vibe, that same kooky, weird California, like neon pink eighties. It's just all of that thrown together and it's it's this movie and it's those people. And if you get if you understand why Angeline is like cool and why Pee Wee is funny and why like Elvira sexy like all of that stuff like makes sense and, and this movie is made
1: signature California yeah C- California kitsch
0: yeah yeah and Geek if you don't kitsch. yeah and if you don't get it or you don't think it's funny or cool it's like I don't get it I, I I don't get that I think this is just like what's not to like about it you know it's just fun it's just like let's just have fun and, and go to the beach you know Uh, so Frankie wakes up because he spent the entire night at the bar drinking with Gilligan. Frankie wakes up in the surfer like apartment.
1: Yeah. They live. All of the surfers live together in one big room. Yeah. It's a space out on the pier. Yeah. Right.
0: Or some somewhere who knows where it is, but it's close to the beach because it's where there's a surf report. There's a guy who's got, all these TVs and the TVs have like closed circuit video of the different beaches and people call the guy and he tells that he looks on the TV and I says, oh, okay, Zuma, like here's what's going on, Zuma. Oh, man. oh my Zuma. God. His voice. He's got like the crazy surfer voice and um, all, all the surfers are asleep on like bunk beds and stuff and he like rings an alarm and everybody gets up and puts on their wetsuits and it's just all these boys, all these just shirtless boys in like bathing suits. Yeah. Climbing all over each other, I love that. And this scene. is
1: when Frankie sort of makes friends with Michael. Yeah, too. Yeah, that Michael and Frankie meet. They start to get. They start to get closer. Yeah, and I take it that Michael helps Frankie sort of loosen up a little bit yeah discover yeah. who the old frankie was yeah that used to love surfing
0: yeah because for some reason in this movie frankie's super conservative he doesn't want sandy living with somebody you know he doesn't want her to have a boyfriend for some reason and and, and michael's just like no way dude like you were a surfer you were just like us like you were a kid at one point and like think back to that and but he helps michael michael he, makes surfboards yeah he de- yeah he like designs like and makes custom surfboards, but he doesn't sell them. He gives them away because he's like he's just like a hippie or something. And Frankie's just like, no, dude, we can market these. These are really good. Like, make some money mm-hmm. doing what you love, and then you're set. They both help each other out. Yeah, he, yeah, totally. Movie. He's a good influence on Michael, and and Michael helps him to realize that he's he's right for Sandy.
1: They have the big party where. Frankie and Annette get yes, back together.
0: The beach bonfire,
1: and they they have a beach bonfire. There's kind of a, a little subplot with the captain from the love boat, right?
0: No, 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 no. Was it's it from the love boat. No, he's from. He says he's from the love boat, but oh. it was a joke. He's actually. It's uh, it's the guy from Get Smart. Oh sure. Yeah, it's the voice of Inspector Gadget. It's um.
1: So they strike a deal with this guy. Yeah. That does he run the beach?
0: He's the, he's the harbor master. The harbor master. Yeah.
1: So. They end up throwing this big party with the help of him.
0: Yeah. It's a big beach bonfire. And Frankie's whole thing is, when I throw a bonfire, that means I'm like apologizing to Annette, really. Mm -hmm. And so he has this bonfire. And it's a giant, crazy party. This is where Pee Wee comes in and sings The Bird is the Word. Yeah. I mean, come on. Pee Wee Herman singing The Bird is the Word. Get out of here. It doesn't get any more kooky. It's just, it's weird and kooky, and I just love it. Frankie
1: and Annette are very unbranded um, oh for Pee Wee too. Oh
0: yes, totally. Yeah, it's just right up, right up their alley.
1: Did you have fun in Palm Springs, Pete? Oh, I did. We just got back. Oh, that was
0: so much fun. Mm-hmm. I'm tanned. I've got sand in my crack.
1: I have a... I don't know what sand. We're we in have the a, desert. I have a sunburn in my ass because it is a clothing optional resort, <laughs> this as, is we, true. as we mentioned.
0: Yes, indeed. We flaunted that for all the straights. Mm-hmm. No straights listen to this show.
1: Maybe so. I think we have a few.
0: Yeah, we have a couple. Well, we're back. We're talking about Back to the Beach. We just yes. finished watching mm-hmm. it. Pee Wee just shot off on a surfboard with handlebars, hoisted by two muscle men.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can talk a little bit about Pee-wee, too, because I feel like we didn't really talk a lot about Pee-wee. And this is the first appearance of Pee-wee on this podcast. We almost did Pee-wee's Christmas special in yeah, December. Yes, yes, yes. It was very, very close, but we didn't quite get to it. We will eventually do Pee-wee's Christmas special. We will. Probably this Christmas. Because it
0: is the gayest Christmas special on the
1: but, planet. But, I mean, Pee-wee was like a pop culture... Th- Phenomenon, yes, indeed. in the eighties for sure, and it's just something so specific that it's hard to really compare him to anybody today. Oh my god, yeah, no, yeah, and they they got goddamn Pee Wee to go mm-hmm. sing "Bird Is the Word."
0: <laughs> it was hard to compare him to anybody then, yeah. But I mean, we talked about it, previ- you know, earlier in the episode, just how like subversive and mm-hmm. like air quotes punk, you know, this whole project was with people like Pee Wee and. You know, uh, Dick Dale from, you know, in the bar and, like, uh, Rodney Bingenheimer, you know, spinning records at this crazy beach bonfire party. That it's appropriate
1: at. that you have to bring Pee Wee on board.
0: Yes. You have to have Pee Wee. You have to have Rodney in a movie with Annette. Come on. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, Rodney with his little, like, crazy, like, bangs, shag haircut, just, like, spinning records just in the background, you know? Like, the filmmakers knew enough to just have... Just yes. pepper these people in, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as background players and all of that. And just, like, the cameos, all that stuff. It's so smartly done. And, I mean, yeah, just watching this movie again today, I'm telling you, there are so many, like, hot men's in this movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm so the, obsessed with I Troy. I have that
1: in my notes, too. Oh my uh, Troy's mesh tank. <laughs> and when Troy yeah. is in that— Is it that- gold?
0: Is it— the mesh tank, was it gold or was it pink? I think it's pink. Oh, my God. He, he wears have, a lot of pink He might gold. have a gold one, too. Yeah.
1: But just Troy and that tiger print bikini. bikini. Yeah. You can almost see his balls.
0: Yes. I feel when he's like-, like
1: for, When he first sees a net on the beach.
0: Yeah. I feel like they kept the camera at a certain level because there was probably some slippage with that tiny bikini. Um, and
1: they are small. It is so small. And that actor kind of has a slamming body, too. Kind of? Yeah. He's got an amazing body. I mean, he's definitely that fit guy over the age of 50 (laughs) that still, like, frequents Mickey's or the Abbey.
0: I don't know. I think if we did the math, we'd probably find that the actor playing Troy was probably in his 40s at this point. That's just the Mm -hmm. 80s. It's just the eighties. It's how they look. Yeah, live. everyone everyone read a little different. Like I mentioned before, Frankie and Annette in this movie are in their mid forties. Like 47, yeah. 46 or so? Yeah. Yeah. I think we said Frankie was forty-eight. Mm-hmm. Like that's insane to me. But um, yeah, uh, you know, Troy looks amazing. He looks amazing at this beach bonfire when he takes Annette out onto the onto the ocean. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a he's wearing a gold uh wetsuit. And Annette is wearing a pink wetsuit with a skirt. Yes. <laughs> and she has her fabulous hair. This bonfire party looks fucking lit, first of all. Yeah. I want to go. I want to be invited to this bonfire. Do you stuff like this ever happened? No, I don't know. I
1: don't know. I there's, so. like, booths. Yeah. There's, like, a bikini booth of where you can just go and pick up a string bikini.
0: Yeah. At the beach party or just at the beach in general? At the beach
1: party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I just kind of noticed that there is a tank... That are they having diving contests? It's it's the
0: it's the surfboard that's like a mechanical bull. It's sure. Like mechanical okay, surfboard. that makes yeah. sense. Okay, it's the yeah. fake surfboard. Yeah, which they kind of they showed a little earlier in, in the movie with um, Mountain, who is the character? Uh, his name is Mountain. He's the guy who does the surf report from the yes. pier thing that you said looks like Harry Styles. Oh yeah, and <laughs> David. Huh? David Bow. D- Not yeah. David Bowie. Not David, David Bowie, Bowie. David Bowie. He
1: looks like sort <laughs> of, just sort of a Harry Styles lookalike that's a little more rough around the edges. A little, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that they match him up with their LaRue character. Oh, he's with Robin. With yeah, Robin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Love That's that. appropriate. Yeah,
0: because he's uh, Michael's buddy. He's the and, quirky. He's yeah. the quirky best friend yes. to the boyfriend. And Robin is is uh, the Larue character for for Sandy. I love that. I love that they mm-hmm. fully made her Larue. I think we talked about that earlier in the in the episode. Oh, uh, Mountain David Bow, uh folks, you may remember him from uh, UHF with Weird Al. <laughs> I'm not as familiar with
1: UHF as you are. Well, I just know I remember him. I UHF. just know um the Nanny's
0: line of this is really this job it sucks. Really
2: sucks.
0: Yeah, UHF is another one that's just one of those weirdo kind of now I feel like it's kind of punk, very fringe.
1: And I feel like UHF and Back to the Beach are sort of Kindred spirits, too, yes, for you would sure. probably program these back to back on like tBS I mean a weird owl movie, mm-hmm.
0: you know, and a Frankie and Annette you know throwback movie, yeah, to me, my little gay self was just well, like all of my contemporaries were just rewatching like commando. You know, and like Red Dawn and, you know, like all these war movies over and over again. And don't get me wrong. I love me some Commando.
1: We just rewatched Commando. And Predator and yep. all of that.
0: But those boys were watching those movies on repeat. Top Gun, you know, Karate Kid. We've
1: yet to sort of dip our toe into that genre, but we'll get there, though.
0: I mean, there's a reason I was watching those movies, mm-hmm. and that reason is is uh, Bill Zabka. I mean, sure. I just—I well, was all about that villain, that like hot bully villain who was just like super blonde And tan and very cute, and that's Mm -hmm. why I love this movie. Yeah, but you know those boys are watching those like war movies, and I'm at home like teaching myself how to do the Jamaica ska, like in my bedroom. Oh, wrong one!
2: Do you girls know how to Jamaica ska?
1: <laughs> A required course of our in our college. in our college. <laughs> I love that line delivery.
0: Yeah, you know, and that's just the thing. It's like this movie is like super queer because it's so colorful and like bright and musical and overacted, very sarcastic. Like, mm-hmm. all the hardcore sarcasm that everybody's throwing at each other back and forth, I feel like I really picked up. You got and, like, you, you got the wise-ass
1: kid that you probably modeled yourself after. Everybody in this movie is yep. a wise-ass, first mm-hmm. of all. But
0: I definitely modeled myself after, um, uh, yeah, after The son. Now I can't think of his, the character's name. Yeah, I definitely was, like, wanted to be him. I remembered all of his, like, lines where he just, like, burned Frankie so hard because he was just, like, antagonized Frankie nonstop. But yeah, and... Bobby, Bobby. Yeah, I think I mentioned this earlier, but you know, for a a prize for we won something in my class. It was I think it was the 5th grade and we won a a movie day and I convinced everybody to watch Back to the Beach and I brought in my tape and we watched it. I love that. <laughs> That's a what did your class think of it? People were there was a poll and the poll was like what movie are we gonna watch and I think it was like this Beetlejuice and like oh but we did watch Beetlejuice so it must have been another poll so I can't remember what the other movies were but my big suggestion was Back to the Beach and I lobbied everybody and it won the poll and we ended up watching it and I was just like. So just watching everybody the entire – not even watching the movie, just watching everybody's face. You better be watching. Yeah. And they liked it. But, they're, but the thing was that they thought that the end with him on the surfboard, which we're getting to, was a little over the top. Even for like, you know, nineteen eighty seven. And you're like, guys, it's supposed to be over the top. Yeah. I was like, don't you know what camp is? Come on, guys. <laughs> don't you know what the <laughs> what the Met Ball the Met Gala theme thirty years from now is gonna be. Right. Trying to explain camp to a bunch of like eleven year olds. <laughs> Didn't really go over very well. That's amazing. But they liked it. I think for the most part they liked it. They thought it was funny. But that was like my stupid gay ass contribution to like movie day at at Saint Stephen. Bringing your
1: back to the beach VHS. Yeah,
0: I don't even remember what else was on the tape because you know there were two other movies on the tape, not just one movie. We didn't. Oh yeah, it. definitely. You know, so. So this beach party, fucking lit as hell. Mm -hmm. So much fun. I want to be there now.
1: And this is where Frankie and Annette are sort of playing the game of trying to get each other back. Yes. Because when he throws a beach party, that means that he wants to sort of win Annette's affection. And then Annette sees him... Hugging Connie Stevens, oh the blonde bombshell mm-hmm. who I am obsessed with. So, Oh, my God. She is serving it up in this movie. She's... <laughs> so she sees them hugging. So then she goes to go flirt with... She goes to flirt with Troy. With
0: Troy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's how they end up on the surfboard. Because Troy's been chasing mm-hmm.
0: Annette this entire movie. So she's just like, I'm giving in. He's going to take me out there on the beach on the surfboard. And it's amazing. The shots are so cool. Like... Both of their wetsuits are out of control. Her
1: giant bouffant of brunette hair
0: that does not get (laughs) one inch of water on it. No. He even mentions it. Mm -hmm. It's even a joke in the movie. Um, Connie Stevens... In this, I mean, she, Connie. Believe, Connie. Connie Stevens is beautiful. She believes in a nude lip. Mm-hmm. I love like her makeup palette. She has various hairstyles in this movie.
1: Her hair changes in every single scene of this movie.
0: Yes, it does. But it is forever just this bouncy yes. beach blonde. It's sort of hair. It's sort of like
1: that. Um, uh, who's from Charlie's Angels? Farah. Farah. No, it, she's the brunette.
0: Oh, Jacqueline Smith. It's like Jacqueline
1: Smith type yeah. of hair that it's very, it's kind of blown out a little bit. She just it dry. just looks like she just towels it dry and yeah. this is how it came out. Just a little salt spray. She just beach. left the house yeah. with her hair looking just, like this. Just gave
0: it a little salt spray and just shook it out and just towel dried it and this is just, mm-hmm. that's just how it dries. That's yeah. how my hair looks, you know. Yeah, it's amazing. It's beautiful. I wish I had how,
1: it. Did we mention Connie Stevens is the mother to... Lori Laughlin's boyfriend. I'm and sure fiance. we mentioned
0: it earlier in the movie, but yeah, she is Michael's mm-hmm. mother. She's Michael's mother. Yes. In the movie. And uh there's even a little bit where he's just like, Oh, could could Michael be my kid? And she's like, No, we never did it. Yeah. And and Frankie didn't even remember. And I always and
1: I appreciate on this viewing, I kind of underestimate the friendship that Annette and Connie make. Yes. At the beach party. Because yes. yes. she kind of breaks it. To her that, no, I'm not trying to steal him. Yeah. It's like, you're Frankie and Annette. You're yeah. just this
0: iconic couple. Yeah. And she even says, she's like, I'm the bad girl. I'm never going to get with the guy because I'm the bad girl. And it you're going to get with
1: the guy. And it does make me wish that the movie would have gone in a grease direction that <laughs> Connie has to make Annette into the bad girl. Sure. For the, for the surf contest yeah, the next day that she shows up, yeah, the bad girl. I think to if get they back.
0: if they went that direction, it would have been a little too like oh, well, you're it would have been a, a little
1: too literal, grease. Yeah. I just would like, but to it would see, have been super. Cute. I just would like to see Annette made over to be the bad girl.
0: Well, and this like mid eighties bad girl, what would that look like? Would they go yes. super punk to go with like Zed and his crew? Because no, that would make Annette like ugly. You can't make Annette ugly. Like she would have to be like what's like the eighties bad girl? She's gonna be wearing like um I don't know, like the body glove, like very like neoprene, you know, wetsuit material with like tiered skirts yeah. and like crunchy hair. What would they do to make I'm an I'm just sort back of thinking of a I love it.
1: What are those like very detox? Um, oh, like a Patrick Nagel, like a Patrick Nagel type, slicked back hair. hair,
0: like a slick back wet the wet look yeah. on Annette, slicked back because she's a brunette, you know. Oh man, she got those Annette eyebrows, Annette's look with the the dark hair and the kind of like thicker eyebrows. She's giving me that like '60s. It's almost like an Audrey Hepburn-like style. Sure. You know? There's a name for it in fashion. I can't pronounce it. I don't know what it is. Um, but, yeah, it's a thicker eyebrow and, like, just very—I don't know. Her, yeah. We noticed
1: that she has uh, her fall of hair, and then she has a ponytail in the back, Oh, my too. God. So, so much She hair. has so much hair.
0: Yeah. Do you know what I think is kind of clever about—
1: hair. Annette's character is that when she goes back to the beach, she's not seen as square or uncool. She's Annette. Like she's in her element. Yeah. And she's kind of immediately cool to all of these kids.
0: Like all the beach kids are not like, Oh, there's your mom, there's this there's this old
1: lady. Yeah.
0: As soon as she starts singing yeah, she everybody's like, "Fuck yeah!" Immediately the has guy. the
1: attention of the crowd. Yeah, and she's in her element, and it's yeah. like she never
0: left. Yes, too. Yes,
1: I think that's really interesting.
0: She's Annette.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> Annette, someone that was very just on brand and knew what her image was, yes. and she was very true to it. Yes. And even when you watch interviews with Annette Funicello where they ask her, like, oh, well, did you ever want to be the bad girl or did you want to ever try kind of a different or sexier role? She was always just like, no, like, I'm Annette. I'm the girl next door. Yeah. That's who I am, essentially.
0: Did we decide if it was Walt that said, no, you're not going to change your name? Because she's fully said that they tried to get her to change her name. Her name is super Italian. Yeah. Funicello. Sure. In the 50s and the 60s? And it was
1: a request from Walt that she could never wear a bikini in the old beach movies. (laughs) She always had to wear the signature Annette. One piece? And it's not even a one. I think it's sort of two pieces, but they're just cut. She didn't show. They're just cut really, really low, so you didn't see the midriff.
0: She didn't show her belly button. Yes. It's very I Dream of Jeannie. Mm -hmm. So if she did have, like, a two-piece, the bottom was above her belly button. Yes, that's very puritanical. But, you know, I mean, Walt gave her her career, so she had to give him something. I do love that Annette is, like, super cool. Frankie does come off a little bit more square. Frankie kind of makes them He's the car salesman. He makes
1: the biggest journey. Yes. Like, that yeah. he was once cool, and then he turns into a kind of a, a dad yeah. loser car salesman, yeah. and he has to get back that mojo. Once he yes. goes back to the beach. Yes, for sure.
0: I love the relationship that Frankie kind of develops with Michael. Though. Yes. You know, it's very
1: sweet. Now, um, we were wondering on this viewing if there's a cut scene of them first meeting.
0: Well, I mean, if you really start watching this movie with like a fine-tooth comb... It's a little disjointed. There's a lot of... St- the editing is a little funny.
1: hmm
0: And this is one of those movies from the 80s that has like... 20 credited writers. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it turns into this thing where they just kind of stitch together what they got, what they had.
1: They didn't quite get the shot of them meeting outside of the bar when he's all drunk leaving.
0: Yes. From when Frankie and Annette kind of have their initial breakup to what we see in the movie as the following day, it almost feels like if you watch it, that we're missing a full day because there's costume changes that were not from the previous night there's bathing suit changes that seems like there were two full days on the beach which we don't see and are kind of stitched together as one day where it's like why did they change their bathing suits why does Frankie have a different coat when he's at
1: you know it almost works because that's just the continuity problems that you would have seen in a 60s beach movie though True.
0: true this beach party you know Annette is kind of Trying to get Frankie to to come back to her by making him jealous with with Troy, you know. Frankie eventually does he punch out Troy? I think he punches him out. Then we have our big confrontation with you know with Zed, where they decide to have a big surf competition
1: and Zed with um, Bobby and Tow.
0: Yes. Bobby becomes like their Bobby's new leader.
1: Become like full punk. Yes. I mean, Bobby was already punk. Bobby was already but punk. But he's just been yeah. initiated into the surf gang.
0: Yes, indeed. And they fully take to him because he's just got this shithead attitude and he's like right there with them. Um and also his family has just forgotten about him. Yes. So good for Bobby for finding a place to stay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Bobby. He had to get kicked out of
1: the he had to get kicked out of the apartment when they had the when they had the pajama party. Yeah.
0: What the hell? This like 3 a.m. Pajama party. Oh, yeah. We were talking
1: about that. Of when the pajama <laughs> party happens. That, okay, so she probably got off work around last call. So yeah. we'll say one fifteen, <laughs> And then they managed to have a full pajama party.
0: She called each and every one of her mm-hmm. friends. And they were all like, sure, I can be at your house right now in my pajamas. My house
1: on the pier. 3 a.m.
0: <laughs> pajama yeah. party. Yes, indeed. And Zed's apartment is full of his like shithead like punks Zed. to like infiltrate this pajama party. That
1: face on Zed is so handsome. Yeah, he that's looks like a, he's a great ma- looking guy. That's like a male model. He face looks like right a there. model. He looks mm-hmm. like
0: if you cleaned him up and just put him like in a nice shirt, you can just see him in like a catalog modeling clothes. He's yes. like, and he's got like when finally at the end when they do have the surf competition and he comes in and he's in his little he's in a wetsuit. He's got just like this tiny little waist. Like Zed yeah. is like I feel like Zed was one of the main reasons I watched this movie over, over and over again. I mean he's pretty handsome. Troy and, Troy and Zed for sure. Yeah. They're they're hot. They both have slime and bods. And like Zed is like the leader of the punks. He's got like this shitty attitude. He's like Ew, he talks like Ew, and like he I don't know like that's a, one of the reasons that I watch this fucking movie so many times. There's just like hot boys all over the place. It's a super queer movie, you guys. <laughs> if you, if yeah. you haven't uh, <laughs> picked that up yet. You know, the whole thing is like, much like in the original Beach Party movies, their uh, main villain was, uh, I believe his name was Eric Von Zip. Um the main bad guy here is Zed, and you know, he's with the punks and they're battling for rights to to the beach because there's there's like a line drawn down this crazy beach. Yes. The there's great... like
1: there's like skulls. Yeah. <laughs> as the border.
0: Yes. There's like skulls. There's like all these surfboards, like Zed territory, and they're like these crazy, you know, road warrior. You know, like those, like, crazy biker guys at the end of Weird Science, you know, George Miller kind of, like, punk guys.
1: But, like, runway fashion. Oh, yeah. Like, walking the runway in a McQueen show or something.
0: I mean, at one point, yeah, we talked about this earlier, but at one point Zed's, you know, wetsuit is, is completely covered one half in safety pins, the other half in studs, which is so much handwork. That's all by hand. So somebody got a wetsuit and completely covered one half. During the slumber
1: days. party, the shoulder, that shoulder yeah, piece. there's
0: like crazy feathers, yeah. pieces. I don't know if it's felt. You can't even tell what it is, but it's like sculptural, soft sculpture. Um, yeah, Zed's, And what's cool Zed's about Zed's the punk looks
1: is that sometimes, and we talk about it on the show sometimes, whenever you have punk rockers in a movie, yeah. they don't come off as... This is your fifty-year-old woman costume designer trying yeah. to piece together a yeah. punk look. It kind of looks—it looks pretty authentic, authentic to me.
0: Yeah, to the eighties, to that time yes. period. Yeah, I think they probably got a lot of like real influence on like beach kids and punk kids. All right, and just like,
1: when you look at the background extras of all of the punks, yeah. it almost looks like they just told them where you're most. Yeah, punk wardrobe that you have. Like
0: they had a call for like punk gross mm-hmm. kids and they all came in and they had this crazy makeup and ugly hair and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It's really cool. Um, so, you know, Michael's going to surf for the good guys Yes, against Zed. And uh, Frankie breaks his foot. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> with the bongo he drum. He stubs it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he shoves a big bongo drum, like, into the sand on top of Michael's foot and just, like, breaks his whole foot. Yeah. So, Michael can't surf. They bring in Robin, the LaRue character, to surf in his place. And Zed laughs her off. Robin... You can't even swim. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Frankie comes in at the last Frankie minute. Frankie has to come in and save the day. Yeah. He has his new board that he got. His old school board. Mm-hmm. It's like crazy, like 60s surfboard that's like super tall. Oh, is like, it his
1: old school board? I thought that he, I thought that, that was from... That Michael made him? I thought that was one of Michael's
0: boards. Well, Connie Stevens has a shrine to the Big Kahuna at the restaurant. And the surfboard yes. is there. -hmm. So I always took it that he just grabbed the board. He just grabbed his whole board. Okay, sure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because it's the same design. But Michael could have made it. So um, I feel like
1: Michael's um, business—that's sort of unresolved.
0: Well, he he mentions that he's when he when he introduces himself to Annette, and she's like, "Oh, so you surf? Is that all you do?" And he's like, "No, I make and sell boards." Oh, sure. And okay. that's when Sandy's like, no, idiot, you make boards, you give them away. And he's like, no, dude, I sell them. I sold seven today. Sure. Sold seven okay. Today. Yeah, that's right. Because Frankie gave him like this whole like salesman's speech. I feel like so, I want to see him selling the boards, though. Yes. Making a sale. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how he can sustain like having this workshop. He makes all of those boards for free and gives them away. Giving them away. Mm-hmm. Crazy talk, but no, nope, he ends up selling them because he wants to get married, you know, to Sandy, and he's gotta like bring in that dough, so he ends up selling them eventually. So now we have the surf competition.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then it kind of calls back to uh, what happened to Frankie. Frankie's story.
0: Well, the whole reason that he doesn't surf anymore mm-hmm. is because this giant wave came from Australia. The this whole this whole
1: scene reminds me of Wet Hot American Summer. Yes. When they're in yes. the the recall and they're having the talent show yes. and the and that kid's doing his So
0: yeah. So much.
1: So much and there's like a wind machine and everybody's like pointing in the sky.
0: Yeah. Like uh like um Oh God now I can't it's think of it. It's very Wet Hot American I, Summer. I can't think of the name of the satellite that fell out of like that fell out of the sky. Um like the Sputnik yeah. Sight that falls out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very crazy. It's campy. It's over the top. That's like blue screen realness. And then cut to just like, it's almost
1: like stock footage of a yeah. surfer. It is stock footage.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's just this giant wave and Frankie's just on a board in a room, you know, spraying him down with. You know, a hose. But and also, you would find you would see shots like that in those beach
1: movies too. Yes, and so it's a callback yep. to the
0: beach movies. It's super. Mm-hmm. It's super camp, like I said, and it's that thing that this movie is just—it's camp. It's meant to be silly. Yeah. It's, most, it's meant to be fun. Yeah. It knows what it is. It knows it's camp. It knows it's over the top and fake and all of that. But yet, so it short. has
1: a very cool quality about it. Too. I think so. A very eighties hip quality about it.
0: I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, they knew their audience. They knew that they, if Frankie and Annette are their stars, then they were going to fill this movie with cameos f- that people would appreciate. So one of the bartenders at Connie's bar is Gilligan in full Gilligan yes. drag. You know, the judges at the surf competition are Wally and the beaver. And the announcer from the surf competition is Mrs. Cleaver from Leave it to Beaver, you know? Yeah. It's just full, uh, you know, the, the Harbor Master is, the, is uh, Maxwell Smart from Get Smart, you know? It's just full of all those 50s and 60s cameos, but then it is also full of, like, these 80s underground really cool people, you know? I can't stress enough Dick Dale... And the Deltones, man. Like, if you are familiar with like the soundtrack to Pulp Fiction, you just, know who Dick Dale just is. Like,
1: America, Americana, surf music. Yeah,
0: he invented surf music. Mm-hmm. That whole surf music sound. That
1: like strumming of the. I mean, I don't. I don't know about shit about guitars, but that like. That strumming of that guitar. Yeah.
0: That Dick Dale invented that shit, man. There's a scene with Dick Dale and Steve Vai just soloing next to each other. And, like, Steve Vai is, like, what was, like, one of the greatest guitarists, like, on the fucking planet. Like, and they're next to each other in this movie with, like, a wind machine and, like, neon lights and, like, all this shit with, like, girls in the background, like, dancing. It's crazy. You know, um, there's, uh... We talked about Fishbone earlier doing, you know, the Jamaica ska, like, all this shit. There's really, really cool musical uh, performances in this movie that didn't need to be there. Yeah. Because they were very underground. Mm-hmm. You know, Steve Vai was, like, this crazy, like, guitar center, like, metal. Not even metal, but just, like prog rock kind of like dude Dick Dale's very specific even in the 80s very specific kind of sound you know um, they didn't have to go out of their way to put in like these crazy like iconic Yeah and people. we've
1: watched quite a few beach movies like Muscle Beach Party, Beach Blanket Bingo yeah. um, but I think what's interesting about Back to the Beach is I think it almost works better than those older movies. Oh it does. That, like, the pace is super quick. Yeah. You get those pop culture references that were very current. Yeah.
0: And I feel like the character development is a little better than those movies, too. It's snappier. It's funnier. It makes more sense. Like, a lot of those movies, they were just kind of, like, they were B-movies, you know? And they were just sort of...
1: Met, produced to be fluff.
0: They were too. aimed at kids, mm-hmm. you know, so they didn't really, they weren't taken very seriously. There was some cool stuff going on in there. There's some, you know, there's some cool musicians. Uh, we talked about in the in our Hairspray episode with Brian. We talked about Donna, um, who is a character in the Beach movies that was just kind of a peripheral girl character. But this uh, actress always had a song. Yeah. And it was not Annette. They always gave Donna her song, and, like, her songs were really good. But, um, you know, there were, yeah, like you said, there were just kind of fluffy, you know. There's a little more
1: attention to detail in this movie.
0: Yes, for sure, for sure. Um, And it's just fucking cool, man. Like, if you know... I'm kind of surprised that it's not talked about more. Yeah. It's kind of forgotten. I feel like we
1: are doing our part to make this movie I think so. I think happen. It's
0: one of those things that if you're familiar with it, you remember it, and you remember the Jamaica Ska and all that stuff, but you have to be a very specific age. You had to yeah. be like a little kid when this came out. And then after that, it just kind of got buried, you know? And Frankie and Annette were having a moment at this time. Yes. You know, they were in the Pee Christmas special. You know, they have their cameo in True Beverly Hills. They were on all the daytime talk shows. I want
1: to say that Annette would also pop in and out of the... Reboot of the Mickey Mouse Club too, probably that you would sometimes see a cameo from her. That's where probably. I kind of remember her. from. Yeah,
0: and her and her Jiffy commercials. Yep, her her peanut butter. A,
1: there's a funny little Jiffy run in th- this movie. I
0: think it was Skippy actually. Yeah, or Jiff. I don't remember if it was Jiff or Skippy. But there's it's, the whole I, I peanut butter mm-hmm. peanut butter gag with uh, with Annette in this. But yeah, she. I mean, she was she was around. She was definitely you know you were aware of Annette at this time frame. Frankie was just kind of he was the throwback. He was like, let's get together and make this happen. But it's so successful because they're both still really good. Yes. They're both funny. Mm-hmm. They're both still great together. They both look great.
1: Yeah. Like and there's definitely that star quality about Annette Funicello that I talked oh earlier my about. Oh god. That you can just tell that this is why she's America's sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Annette Funicello
0: is why me Scott Youngbauer am proud to be an American. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. She's just like I'm, and we love her music, her albums from back then. We are listening to Pineapple Princess like nonstop. Tall Paul, Tall Paul. Like, all that, all that, those mm-hmm. songs. They're like classics. They're amazing. Loving love that. We love Frankie. I mean,
1: Frankie has a little cameo in Casino.
0: Ricky Avalon is a casino?
1: Yeah. I wanna Shit. say that uh he opens one of De Niro's casinos in that wow. movie. Wow. And he sings a song. Wow.
0: Because they
1: have to get all of the all of the Vegas mobsters' wives to go.
0: Oh, okay. hmm Does he does he sing PD School Dropout? No, he does not. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's the teen angel in Greece. Us us
1: watching Connie Stevens does remind me that we are going to eventually have to do another Connie Stevens movie, Grease Two. Oh yes, because Connie Stevens had a a weird had yeah. had like a little comeback in she the eighties too. Little, her little renaissance. She was in Grease Two <laughs> with Tab Hunter.
0: Yeah, she's in Back to the Beach. Back to the Beach. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and she's she again in Grease Two. The whole thing is that she's like this bombshell like teacher, right? Yes. So because she's just gorge. That like that like beachy blonde hair, just a little salt spray. She's a little bit more like done up in that because it's you know it's the '60s, so she you know she's got like. But she, more you just see hair. her
1: living her life, running this bar off PCH. Yes, where there's a pineapple outside of the door.
0: Yeah, the entrance to the bar. The mm-hmm. pineapple, dadios Um, I mean, I think we mentioned it. Probably earlier in the episode, but it is the same bar from Wayne's World. Yes. Where they signed the contract with Rob Lowe. Um, So, ultimately, Frankie ends Frank, up winning. Frankie saves the day. <laughs> he wins the surf contest. He wins the surf contest.
1: And I suppose that we're to assume that they just end up moving back to the beach.
0: I guess. I've I never think they thought do. about that. I think they I think they move back to the beach.
1: I think they find a cute little house... Yeah. In Malibu. Yeah. And this is like the new chapter of their lives. He
0: can open up a new Ford dealership in LA. Yeah. Why not? He can... He Out can on the west side. He can have a little
1: Ford dealership in downtown Malibu.
0: Yeah. I like it. I never thought of that. The movie ends on this great song over at Daddy-O's and everybody's on stage and it's this kind of curtain call song. And it's really cute
1: and kind of the punks have made friends yeah with the whole crew zed's up on stage taking
0: backup i mean they can share the beach why not yeah yeah exactly yeah because even when like the big giant wave comes in from australia and Frankie's going to surf it ev- even zed comes in and he and he grabs the the megaphone and he's like dude like yeah you know he like calls him back in cuz even zed is like no way dude you can't surf that wave and he ends up surfing the fucking wave because he's a big kahuna. Because like we mentioned before, his name in this movie is not Frankie because that character belonged to like a different movie studio.
1: Yeah. I was wondering if Paramount produced. They did not. Did MGM do it?
0: I'm not familiar. We
1: can it look ba- that it up. It may have been MGM.
0: But as we as we stated earlier, in those beach movies, Annette is Dee Dee. Yes. And Frankie is... Frankie. They did use
1: um, the Raiders of the Lost Ark theme. Yes, in this movie. (laughs) So they borrowed that from the Paramount
0: catalog. Yes, indeed. Because this is actually a Paramount movie. But those earlier ones, I feel like they're, it's like some crazy 60s movie studio that probably got bought out and bought out and bought out and became, you know, now is owned by MGM. But yeah, so they said, no, you can't call him Frankie.
1: That's now owned by Warner Brothers because MGM does not exist anymore.
0: Well, in 1987, it's a Mm -hmm. different story. But at the time, they said, no, you can't call him Frankie. We own Frankie and she's not Dee So they said, fine, fuck you. She's Annette and he's the big kahuna. Yeah. <laughs> so. But for all intents and purposes, he's Frankie. Yes, indeed. And I mean, she's Annette. Come on. Yeah. She's Annette. Dee Dee. Dolores. Her name was Dolores. Dolores! Um, so yeah, so they have their like big, you know, uh, farewell curtain call song at the end. Everybody's up there singing Zed, all cute is a backup singer with his shirt open. Uh, Bobby's up there wearing a shark skin suit and, and a perm. Yes, he's kind of now uh,
1: trying to model himself after his dad. Yes. Yes.
0: He's finally got the respect of, of mm-hmm. Bobby. And the last shot is Frankie and Annette walking down the beach with this cool song that we love. Um, great soundtrack
1: to this movie really good we didn't mention it that but we started the movie on a really great amy man song yes. that is on the soundtrack to the movie the soundtrack is not available in, available anymore i have to find this off of youtube now
0: yeah if you want to hear the song amy man release that as a single <laughs> put it on itunes amy it's called sign of love yes yeah really really
1: cool song mm-hmm. but that's also, just how rad this movie is, is they got Amy Mann yeah. to do a song on the soundtrack. Yes. Like the lead singer of Till Tuesday, cool new wave band of the <laughs> 80s.
0: Yeah. At that point, she was still probably making music with Till Tuesday, and they got mm-hmm. just a solo Amy Mann song very early. In the song, song plays
1: there. when Frankie and Annette are sort of reconciling at the party. Yes.
0: It's um, a really good song, you guys. Here's a bit of it now.
1: Um, this movie needs to be on, like, Netflix, so a wider audience can discover it.
0: Yeah. It doesn't have a rotation on cable. No. It's like... More people need to see yeah. it. Yeah, How did it just get buried? We are doing our part to bring Back to the Beach yes. to the people. hmm I feel like we, you know, that's our job, and, and, and we're doing it and here. What's, and what's
1: cooler than liking 60s beach movies, too,
0: Come on, you guys.
1: It's always my favorite time of the year on TCM is when they have their beach party programming on like
0: spring break month. They always have them all on demand. Yes, indeed. Just that 60s aesthetic. They're like, there are some really cute boys in those movies too, man. Yes. If you watch those beach movies, there's one guy. I think his name is like Bonehead or something. Uh, Again, we talked about this with Brian in our Hairspray episode. He's like this tall, really tall guy. And he wears like a bucket hat, like a a Gilligan hat. And he's kind of like a goofy guy. Yeah. I think his name is Bonehead. He's my favorite. He's in all those movies. um, Because they bring back the same kids for all of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like him. Contract players with the studio. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, Do you know?
1: What I'm also a sucker for what's that? is sort of a theme park version of a California beach. Yes. That this is not how no. when you drive out it's to uh-huh. the like uh, Rogers, uh, Will Rogers Beach in Santa Monica. This is not how it is. This is how it is in a movie. Yeah, for sure. Of that when you walk out, there's almost like a red carpet that leads out to the beach. There are weights. There are muscle men on the beach yes. just lifting. Yes.
0: Two. Uh Troy's setup, he has a gas generator. He has to haul out this bar every day to the beach. Troy has a tiki bar, a microwave, a blender, all run by a gas generator next to him. Oh a fan. He's got like an oscillating fan. Yes. On on his little setup. Uh, Ollie's, does he have the?
1: Does he have like the shiny board of him getting a tan?
0: Oh, <laughs> I feel like that's missing. Not the shiny tan board <laughs> with the three folds, yes, that you put under your chin. <laughs> I love the shiny tan board. I think he has that at the very when she first walks up to him. <laughs> oh, I love Troy. Oh my goodness, I feel like
1: I'm always let down whenever I go to the beach that it's not like this.
0: That there's not like a mechanical surfboard, mechanical bowl situation, mm-hmm. yeah. tank for you to fall into. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, my hopes were, the bar was set super high by me watching Back to the Beach for like California beaches. There's
1: not like the groups of the guys standing by their surfboards. There's not the groups yeah. of the girls sitting on their towels.
0: Yeah. in their tiered skirts. No, no one's doing the Jamaica Sky or building uh, human pyramids. We're doing backflips. It's just gross people
1: with their kids. Yeah.
0: Keep your kids at home. But, yeah, I mean, back to the beach, you guys.
1: Great escapism. Go rent it. For this crazy
0: time that we live in right now. Yes, indeed. That is for damn sure. It harkens back to a simpler time. Yes. But, I mean, I have a question for all of you out there. And um, I I would like to know...
2: Do you girls know how to Jamaica ska? Jamaica what? Yeah, sure, that It's
0: a required course at our college. <laughs> well, do you know how to Jamaica ska? Me? What? Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, Fishbone, you guys. If you're not familiar with like actual ska music, oh, if, if you if you like, no doubt. <laughs> this is one of their inspirations. <sighs> What else can we say about this movie? I think we covered it. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, it's super cute. It's full of cute boys, cute gals. I mean, great performances. It's just fun. Apartment goals.
1: Living on a pier. An apartment above a bait shop. Yeah, on the pier. Lori Lofton has a cute little deck, too.
0: That apartment is fucking sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just going to watch the sunset into the yeah, ocean every night. She just pays that with a waitress salary. Working at, working at Daddy O's? Yep. She probably gets bad tips. That bar is full of tourists. It's true. And you know a stunned mullet has got to cost like $9 even in 1987. Yeah. Because there's like eight kinds of liquor in it. Mm-hmm. So she's just like like serving up stunned mullets and like scorpion bowls and like $12 drinks. Like, she's making mad tips. I mean, sign me up. She's making, like, 100 bucks a night in cash,
1: you know. She has yet to have her daughter that she's going oh, to try to get into USC.
0: <laughs> uh, we, we couldn't uh, we could not mention it, but hey. I mean, Lori when Loughlin, we started this episode... None of that stuff was happening. <laughs> oh, oh no, no! It had, it had just happened. Had it? Oh yes, I we mentioned it. Re- I don't even so remember.
1: she just pled guilty. Uh, to
0: all of it. Uh, Lori. Mm-hmm. Oh jeez. Wow. <laughs> oh, Aunt Jackie. <laughs> you mean
1: Aunt Becky? Oh shit, Aunt Becky. Who? What, what am I thinking? thinking. Roseanne. How Man, how dare
0: I? How dare you? Oh boy, this was a journey. We started this episode months ago, a year ago, a- twenty nineteen. Yeah. Summer of 2019.
1: Yeah, wow. I wish I was back in Palm Springs.
0: Me too. I wish we were at the Triangle Inn. We will be soon. We'll make it back there. Eventually. Um, oh, this was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. I love this episode. I love this movie. Mm-hmm. You guys really go out of your way and look it up because you will not be disappointed. So much fun. Anything else to wrap it up I, I, we I think we did it. I think we did it all. Well, everybody, as always, go find us on social media. Where are we on Instagram and Facebook? M-T-M-U-G pod on
1: Twitter. Movies that made us gay on Instagram and, Instagram Facebook. and Facebook. Yes, indeed. Slide
0: into our DMs. Yeah. Give us, uh, drop us a line if you I'm want us to. I'm still working on
1: more of the summer programming. We're going to have some really fun guests and movies,
0: too. Yes, indeed. Um, Like I said, drop us a line if you have any movies that you'd like to suggest for us to review. Um, And while you are on iTunes, we would love it if you would...
1: Give us five stars. Give us five stars.
0: Also, rate and review our show. We love it. Thank you for listening, everybody. You guys are the best audience ever. We'll be back soon with another fresh episode of Movies That Made Us Gay. Bye!